Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, you got your co-host Sherman Obed uh, here with you. Obed, how's it going, my friend? Fantastic, fantastic. I'm out here in the woods, you know, living my uh, my rural life the best I can. How you doing, sir? I'm just hoping you don't end up on some Blair Witch Project stuff. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, <laughs> Snap bubbles in my there. nose on the camcorder. <laughs> Yo, facts. But or even worse, end up not alive. That that's that's that. a little worse than Snap bubbles. But uh, there's, oh. you know what? He better be Usain Bolt. Okay, I played. I've run a lot of sports in my day. You got to yes. catch me first. Yo, I, like I always say, you don't gotta be faster than the bear. You just gotta be faster than the other dude running from the bear. That's 100%. <laughs> Smart uh, man. Yes, sir. I hope everybody has recovered from their turkey coma from Thanksgiving. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It was fantastic, Sherman. I have to say, it's the one time of year where I allow myself to imbibe in a lot of sweets, treats, desserts, the whole nine yards. You know, mm-hmm. it, it starts with the pumpkin pie from the same place I've gone for like the last 20 years. Okay. Uh, shout out mom's apple pie in Occoquan. Um, Okay. And then it proceeds to, you know, whatever else comes down. This thing is fried. Uh, you know, there's <laughs> t- tons of Ghanaian food, all kinds of mm. Ghanaian food. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, nice. Very nice. My sister welcomed a, a kid to the world. So it's great. Very you know, nice. Very nice. Congratulations the there. Bed. Thank you very much for giving yes, the uncle of bed airplane rides where it's like, okay, they're enjoying <laughs> it or they're not. Oh, they're pooping now. So it worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he passed his child off to yeah, you. Yeah, my hand up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're right. Give yeah, that yeah. a stiff arm. All okay. Right. Um, but so, yeah, how about yourself? How was your day? Yeah, today? very, very nice. Chilled out at the crib. You know, made, uh, did it, my first ever turkey by myself. Well, you know, and I uh, helped myself with this. Not, and uh, with the uh, parents doing it. In other, in other very words, nice. You, you very know, nice. Stepped up to so, the plate. Yeah, Casey, yeah. So Casey then, Jones, Casey Sherman. <laughs> Finally did my own turkey, so that that came out good. Had some cornbread and mac. What's and the cheese. trick? To, what's the trick to a good turkey? What's the trick? Turkey, to a good turkey? yo, you gotta baste the hell out of that thing, bro. Okay, you gotta just okay. keep basting like every hour, maybe even every 40, 45 minutes. Just basting, okay. basting. You're basting, you're on this. You're watching. Yeah, this. Okay. son. Like you can't let that junk slip because otherwise it's gonna get dried out and it's not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be good. I'm is this shoe you. leather? What is this? This is great. <laughs> yo, facts, right? Like you know, oh, I'm telling you. Like that, it's like you're chomping on beef jerky at, at the end of the day, you know. So yeah, if you in the woods, yeah, right. If you haven't done a turkey, you tell you basting is the key. Yeah, you here but, first, folks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. BM was good. Now that we're in the month of December, obviously Christmas and Hanukkah and things, other holidays are on the way. Uh, so everyone, you know, I'm sure it's gonna be out shopping and doing all the craziness of the of this holiday season, but um. I, I digress. We can get into it, sir. Uh, we're going to do an all football episode here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start out with some college football. Do a quick recap from last weekend. Obviously, yes, sir. Obviously, the biggest game of last week was Michigan Ohio State. The game is um, this was a just a repeat of last year. Michigan Michigan dominated the run game once again and demolished Ohio State forty five to twenty three. Um, this came on the heels of Donovan Edwards going for over 200 yards. Obviously, mo- most of that came in the, for- the final quarter. Like he broke out like two 70-plus yard, even 80-plus yard runs in that final quarter. It's kind of iced the game out for the Wolverines. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I look at it two years in a row now. Uh, Harbaugh has gotten the better a betterment of the uh, this matchup against the Buckeyes. And, again, for the second year in a row, they control the run game. Just like la- last year. 
adding at almost 300 yards on the ground. And then this year going for well over 250 yards as well, too, on the ground. Right. Um, I, you know what the funny thing is, though? I still I still consider Ohio State one of the top teams in the country. You know, oh, absolutely. Even they didn't play poorly in this game at all. If you, you know, but stats wise, right. You get over a hundred yards on the ground, you get over 200 yards in the, excuse me, 300 yards in the air. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't get the ball away, right. You can't, you can't be uh, uh, get, allowing turnovers because those are going to keep another team in the game or give them more opportunities with the ball, which is what ended up being the, the difference maker here. Right. Right. For sure. I mean, CJ Stroud had a decent game, 31 to 48 for 349 and two scores, you know, but you know, the fact that it was in the horseshoe, I really thought Ohio State would win this game, um, you know, for, you know, just just off that alone. Right. Uh, and I really thought that they would they were the better team throughout the year. Um, Marvin Harrison, Jr., one of the top receivers in the in the in college football, seven for oh one twenty in a score. This dude, he's a first he's a first round draft pick for sure. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, and, I, and, I, and I don't even think he's this. I'm pretty sure uh, he's a I think he's a redshirt sophomore. So he can come out if he obviously if he's eligible, but. He stays. I don't know. He's got the opportunity to have a big a career. I'm not going to say that he won't. He will absolutely encompass this person. But like a Keelan Allen, right? Come out. Keenan Allen came out very young when he got into the NFL. You know, still not very. I, I think he's not even. I don't even think he's 27 yet. Um, but wow. you know, right? Like he. I think he got to the league when he was 21. I think mm. you know. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and so him already having the pedigree and the knowledge that comes with the game from who his father is. I have a feeling that like, mm. he's definitely got the chance to be, you know, a, a immediate impact player at the next level. Yeah, for sure. And then the other big matchup we we're going to look at was the Texas A&M stunning upset of the number five ranked LSU Tigers. Um, obviously LSU is still in the SEC title game. They're going to be playing Georgia this weekend. Um, but yeah, this definitely, hurts hurts lsu um it just it really helped out bama and yet usc kind of move up the ladder a little bit for sure right right the thing is what i I really wanted to touch on this was the fact that now you have lsu playing georgia like as i mentioned if and i said before if lsu won this game they had two losses and they beat georgia i think they were in now if they beat georgia i don't think they get in because can you really get a team in with three losses that's my whole thing about it. Now that they have three losses, I don't know if they can get in right now. Because looking at looking at just the top six teams, you have Georgia at one right now, Michigan at two, TCU at three, USC at four, Ohio State, they dropped from number two to five with that loss. And now Bama's moved up to the sixth spot. With a, Even with a loss, I think Georgia, let's say Georgia loses to LSU this weekend. Okay. I still think they're in. They're still one of the top four teams in the country. Um, I maybe let's say they drop to four. Yeah, Michigan wins over over uh, Purdue, which it should be an easy matchup. They go to number one. TCU and USC wins. You know what I mean? So right. I don't think it's an automatic thing just because LSU wins the SEC title, they're in the mix. And Bama, ha- Bama and Ohio State have to hope for losses by you know Utah could beat USC. They beat them earlier in the year, and it's TC- hopefully TCU loses right. <sighs> I think you're going to need a loss from both of those teams. Again, there is obviously SEC bias when they do these things. Mm -hmm, But if we are assuming things are based off of the rankings that we are used to looking at, you know, we would expect to see. uh, I couldn't. You said four on Georgia if they lose LSU. I don't see them going past three. They've been dominant all year. They don't deserve to drop, Mm, you know, four spots to the four based off of a, 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 a 
right? Like, I think that there's enough respect for what LSU has been able to accomplish uh, that if they were to go and win, you would say it was more a slip up by Georgia than LSU dominating, mm. but you wouldn't penalize Georgia that much where they're the number so, one team. In the okay, so you, you think if Georgia loses, they they go down to no, no longer, lower than three. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, again, Bama and Ohio State need help. So TS, TCU and USCF have got to lose for something to shake up to get let them in. But I think you may you said this earlier where we might not see Alabama in the college football playoffs. I think that might be coming to fruition. And it very well. I mean, yeah, if, if obviously if the top four teams win, then that's it. You know, Bama, right. Bama's out. Yeah. You know, um, TCU plays K-State, uh, 10th ranked K-State, by the way. And uh, like I said, um, you know, Michigan plays Purdue, uh, you know, and I uh, think you and USC plays uh, Utah. I think that game actually kicks off here tonight, just in a couple within a couple hours tonight. Actually, okay, action. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, my game's out in Allegiant Stadium and actually in Las Vegas. Um, but uh, I, it's going to be, like I said, either way, Georgia's in. Winner, I mean, win, obviously they're in. The, I think who's right, they're, right. they're in. I think Georgia's yeah. the Georgia's only in. Lock. Michigan's in. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Even if Michigan yeah. loses to somehow, if Michigan loses to Purdue. Well, actually, let me take that. You think if that's actually a good, actually, actually, hold on. Before we move on, if Michigan somehow loses to Purdue, does Ohio State, Ohio State sneak in? Even though Michigan has that win over Ohio State, they have, they would have each have one loss, but Michigan has one more win. Is they couldn't possible? be ranked above Michigan, and Michigan, I don't think, falls out of the top four. Even though losing to an unranked Purdue team, are they unranked? That's the that's why oh. that's that's why I bring it Ooh, up. Oh yeah, I could move. That's them to why five. I bring it up. I could if, make them move them to five if they okay. lost an unranked team. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. If Purdue was ranked, you know, 15th in the country, okay, different story. That's a different 12. story, right? But right, but Purdue you is lose not a even dog ranked. fight. Yeah, if you lose a dogfight too, or what if Purdue blows them out by like 15, 20 now then points? Then you're there. You're they're probably the number ten team in the nation. Right? You know like, what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's the reason. That's the only reason why I say that. I okay. Don't, I don't expect Purdue to lose. I mean, Purdue to win at all. I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no. But if, if somehow Michigan happen, loses, yeah. does Ohio State bump up as well? So Georgia's in. Michigan loses. Well, Michigan's oh, out of the top. I think. I think I changed my earlier statement. I think Michigan would be out of the top, or amend my earlier statement. If they okay. lose to an unranked team, they would be out of the top four. But mm. I don't think they will lose. Right. So I don't think they'll I lose either way. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, there's a lot to be determined this weekend. Even like I said, even tonight, you know, if somehow Utah um, beats USC, even just tonight. So, you know, we, we, like I said, we could see things change after tonight because if they get, if they get that um, victory again, because remember they, they played USC earlier in the year. I think they only beat them by like one, like one point, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's a close game. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see how that goes. So, yeah. Lots to be left in the, in college football, even though we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. But it's ex- definitely exciting time for football. Um, now, I wanted to talk about the NFL, of course. Obed, doing a little quick Week Twelve recap. I want to talk about your boy TB Twelve and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, coming out with an L to the Cleveland Browns. You know, you know, Cleveland winning on a late game winning drive by uh, your boy Jacoby Brissett. He was the former backup to Tom Brady at a point. And, you know, even in his press conference, he quoted your boy TV 12 a little bit there. You know, what do you think? Respect, <laughs> respect, real, recognize real. <laughs> um, You know, I mean, it's 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 been quite a tumultuous year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the last thing you expect them to do is come out here and lose to a 
team like Cleveland, but again, Cleveland's a hard place to play when they're dialed in. They have good defense. Jacoby Brissett, like you said, plan lights out and what is going to be his curtain call, right? This was his last, this is his last hurrah here. So, you know, right, right. his, his, um, the stat line of two, 23, 37, 210, and one and one doesn't really exemplify what he was able to accomplish out on the field, uh, even banged up as well. Um, mm-hmm. again, great a team that's behind a great offensive line great running uh nick chubb with the game-winning touchdown in overtime you know um but the the i don't know the buccaneers are kind of lost it's kind of a lost season with all the injuries that they've had across the offensive line you know Mm. having chris godwin come back slowly uh not brady not having gronk his safety blanket who came down there with him to the buccaneers last year Mm. um obviously you know they how that season ended uh excuse me two years ago um And they've never really recaptured that spark. But this is, again, another one of those all-in teams, right? Like the Rams of late who just went all-in for a Super Bowl. And we see where they are now. Mm-hmm. Complete 180. These these things happen. Um, and I think it's their time to, like, really look at themselves and decide what they're going to be. This is a team that lost to the Carolina Panthers, right? In another mm-hmm. dogfight earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's... Uh, they came off of a three-game skid. They lost to Pittsburgh, who we thought was, you know, not a team that's of caliber of them. But if you told me that uh, T.J. Watt, uh, the T.J. Wattless Pittsburgh Steelers would beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, I've been like, you're out of your mind. Yeah, you know. And so. and, and you you mentioned the injuries, especially in the offensive line. Tristan Worse now is going to be out multiple weeks. The Buccaneers announced too getting injured in this game. It's just it's just a bad situation for the Bucks. I mean. Looking at the stand, I mean, they're gonna probably they're gonna make the playoffs just by just off default because that division, right. the NFC South, is just terrible. It's deplorable, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, every single team is under five hundred right now, including the division leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers sitting at five and six. Okay? Right, right, right. So yeah. every team is under five hundred, and, and that's goes to show. This is why my point was, you know, just because you won your division doesn't mean you should be getting a top. A higher seed in the playoffs or even make the play you know where you have teams like the nfc east who everyone is you know above 500 right. you know or you have a couple teams in it who are above 500 and one of those teams may not get in just because the bucks win their terrible division i think it's but again conversation you know topic for another, another, another day, day. Another day. Right, right 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 yeah but um are the bucks really kind of still relevant i mean can they make any noise if they, if they do win this division get in the playoffs obed I just they're they're so weak in the middle. I mean, they've got listen. They have some studs. They have some kids that can help them get out of the out of tight binds. I think Rashad White is coming along very well in the absence of mm-hmm. uh, uh, again, uh, the again Leonard, Leonard Fournette, Uncle Lenny. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, been you know business as she goes with Chris Godwin. He seems to be back in form. Twelve for one ten and a touchdown. You know, it's it's the, they still have a lot of playmakers out there, but uh, I just I don't know I, if they can get the handle of a lot of these other teams out there. Do you see Tampa Bay being able to beat the Niners? I don't. No. Do you see Tampa Bay being able to beat Philly? I don't. You yeah, know, so not at all. I, I can we put yeah. out an APB on Mike Evans? You know, I mean it, it just because of the way the offense is is set up right now and that's the the guy that Brady trusts the most for big plays. The guy that Brady trusts down the boundaries, just give him 50-50 ball and, and trust that he'll be there is mm-hmm. Mike Evans. You take that away, you force them to play other places. They don't have – yes, Rashad White is great. He's still not Uncle Lenny. Lenny is a, a driving force that they like to play through. Um, you know, it's I, – it's, I mean, Evans is getting the targets, you know, but right. he's just – I feel like he's just having a really poor – he's only got three touchdowns. 
you know, he he hasn't had that little since his second year in the league in 2015. Right, you know? right. And he's it's, played with all these guys, right? He's doing. He was he was a dead two digit. Excuse me double digit touchdown score with guys like uh james winston right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, exactly so i'm like man where where is mike evans at and, and i'm highly disappointed in julio jones i know get it he's been hurt pretty much almost right. of the year he's hurt right. almost every year now for the past couple of years but mm-hmm. he's his his physical abilities when when healthy should allow him to overcome any adversity you know just because i'm just really surprised that this is not working at all with between evans Julio, Chris Godwin coming back from injury, but he's still playing well. Would you say the same about Russell Gage? I have the same issues that you have with Julio. I have with Russell Gage. Russell Gage is not out on the field. Russell Gage is injured. I mean, he's brought in, handpicked by Brady, some would say, uh, to come in here and play a role for them where he should Mm -hmm. be able to give him, uh, one, a bridge until we get Chris Godwin healthy, but two, another available set of hands because they need more hands, right? Like, if they... The, the two people that we know he that Brady gels with the most, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, are getting their work, right? Lenny is getting his work, but they still need another guy there. They still need one more. You know, Antonio Brown played this role very well for them, right? Mm. Tyler Johnson played this role very well for them at times. Um, they're yeah. missing. They're just missing that extra set of hands that Brady can trust and go to. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I, I don't know how – if I can tell you this. If this kind of keeps up and going into maybe perhaps next season and it's kind of the same thing, same thing – I think Brady's going to be done after next year, for sure. Uh, you know, people are rumors that he might want to return to the Patriots. I, I could see that happening. Oof. Wow, that would be interesting for sure, because it looks like they need some help after last night's game, but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, another game wants to touch on the New York Jets, soaring high over the Chicago Bears. Uh, Mike White doing uh, doing good things for the, for the Jets, and this offense finally turned around in his first start um, the year or in a while, though this is, of course, after Zach Wilson was benched, um, kind of controversial there and everything, what happened with him and, you know, the comments he made after the last loss and everything. Right, right. You know, um, be it, albeit, though, the Bears, they did not have Justin Fields. Trevor Simeon got the start for them, and it was he almost didn't even play for them either because of, of injuring his oblique during pregame warm-ups, I believe. Which he is now out for the, lead, for the season because uh, I think he just had season-ending surgery on his oblique. Oh, wow. So there you go. So, but yeah, um, kudos to the Jets and coming up with a decent victory. And Mike White, you know, going out 22 for 28, 315 and three scores. Now, this is a team in the Chicago Bears who has had so many injuries. I mean, Darnell Mooney's now out and placed on IR. Even um, the cornerback, uh, what's his name? I think it's uh, Eddie Jackson. I think he's he's gone as well, too, now. But the the Jets played well, right? I mean, again, so a lot of people were upset because this was supposed to be a get right game for Zach Wilson. When you think that there's, um, you know, multiple uh, middle linebackers missing from this roster. Uh, Obviously, you said they have a corner that's missing. Um, This defense is kind of a shell of what it was to start the season. And to think that this is an opportunity for Zach Wilson to make plays on it. And he's on the bench watching Mike White, as as Robert Salah said, made this simple look or they made it easy look easy. Right. Um, it, It was a good play for them. It was a good game for them. Yeah, I think it was a good game for the for the for the Jets as, as the, for the Jets as well too. You know, um, Garrett Wilson had a nice game, five catches for ninety five yards and two scores. Um, yeah, it was def- it was definitely something good though, something positive that I kind of think for the Jets to kind of keep it going. You know, um, but I'm wondering if we'll see actually see Zach Wilson start again this year or or, or ever if, for that matter, Obed. Oh, I think they should be working on a trade um, at this point. Zach Wilson wow. is. I mean. <laughs> 
he's been given free reign to do what he wants to do. That gets him injured. Uh, he doesn't need to be running around the field willy-nilly. Um, he he has elements of Baker Mayfield, I would say. <laughs> Somebody who thinks he's more athletic than he actually is on a field with pure athletes. You know, like he's not making enough plays to back up the bravado, you know, and it shows, right? Like Mike White's thrown a touchdown to a player that you don't even pass to in Elijah Moore, right? Right, right, just, right. Just make it easy, right? Make it easy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think I think they should engineer a trade, get rid of them. They could probably make the playoffs with a combination of Mike White and uh, and Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe Honestly, Flacco. I'd give Joe Flacco the keys and see what he could do. Let's just deliver the ball. You got Garrett Wilson out there playing lights out, right? Mm-hmm. You have Elijah Moore, another great wide receiver who could be part of a one-two punch, but you want to force things to Corey Davis. You know, Denzel Mims, who we don't, I don't think much of Denzel Mims, but you're getting no. more tick than other guys who are a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have a great offensive line. They still have a decent running game. Uh, interested to see this kid, uh, Bam. Zonanite, I I apologize, I don't know his name, um, but they've got they've got some some studs. So you know, I I think that if there's a team out there that could surprise a lot of people, it's all year been the Jets, right? Like mm-hmm. as, as much of a success story as the New York Giants, but really has the defense to back it up. So um, you know, I uh, I don't think they need Zach Wilson to be successful. Like I I don't think you could look to stick Zach Wilson in front of a mirror and have him really question whether the beginning of the season was because he was playing well uh-huh. or because Brees Hall was just Brees lightning. Mm. You know? so. Yeah. yeah that, and that was a big loss for them too, losing him for the year for sure. Right. Right. Um, one other, uh, one more, another game I wanted to touch on was the uh, Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers. That Broncos offense sputtered once again, Obed Carolina getting that victory 23 to 10. I'm not, I'm really, really concerned about this Denver team and this offense. And I don't know if they can be fixed, Obed. Uh, it's just bad all around. I, I don't know. Russell Wilson is just a shell of himself, what he once was. Um, he's only thrown eight touchdowns in this year with five interceptions. Um, five interceptions, that's, that's a good low number there, but only eight scores. And they just, they have the number one scoring or the top one of the top scoring defenses, and they're like the worst scoring offense in the entire league. It's it's I, I don't know what can be how it can be fixed. They have a they have a I think a shot at two wins the rest of the year. Mm. Um, and so you know I think the issue is that they have no no leadership. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett has proved himself to not be uh cut out for the role of head coach and it's fine maybe he's just a coordinator right like stays in his lane he'll be fine he'll be fantastic right like mike munchak dude is an amazing beast offensive line coach i think he's going to be a hall of famer if not a hall of famer for being an offensive lineman that's become an amazing coach Mm -hmm. um and that would be just fine enough for some the likes of nathaniel hackett based all the work that he's done with uh Aaron Rodgers in the past but he's not cut out to be a head coach and it's just it's at the phrase you got the other team like mocking your quarterback in their sack celebrations you have <laughs> yes you know, so offensive that. linemen barking at the quarterback defensive linemen yeah barking at the yeah, quarterback yeah. defensive linemen you know it's like I, listen I, there was no, rumors stop that, saying let's ride yeah yeah I think he said Let, let's ride to him when he walked off the field but uh it's just like man what I mean and you're right Obed I'm looking at this Broncos schedule They've got the Ravens this week, followed by Kansas City, then Arizona. The Rams, they could win because the Rams, Stafford might be out for the, you know what I mean? Who knows what's right, going on there? Right. Kansas City again, and then the Chargers. 
maybe they win. I think they can win against the Rams because, like I said, if Stafford is out, Allen, Allen Robinson is out, Cooper Cup is out, you know what I mean? So there's just so many injuries for the Rams to overcome. Maybe they get a victory over the Cardinals. Maybe. The Cardinals, that's the game you're picking? I, I don't think they could beat the Chargers. They, or maybe I the think Char- the Cardinals could at least get some offense going. Like, again, that's this true. is a this is a Rams, this is a Broncos team that can't score 18 points. Yeah. What did they not do again? They did score 18, 18 points. points. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, and do, so they, can, they, can they be really be four and, and, you know, and 13? That's, Absolutely. Wow. After spending 200, whatever, $180 million. $180 million guaranteed to, uh, to um, wow. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Absolutely. Danger it's Witch. It's spicy. <laughs> it's insane, though. You gave him You ever do anything dangerous? Money. You ever take multiple hundreds of millions of dollars from a team and not be able to do your job? You ever do something uh, dangerous? <laughs> I, I guess Russell did. Dangerous Wilson is, is not looking good, man. And I thought with these weapons that he had in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, you know, I thought they'd make some noise, but sure, we, we, we were wrong. He's, he's still doing the same hand checks that he was doing with the Seattle Seahawks. And hey, they, they Tyler Lockett is going to call him out <laughs> in the middle of the game. So listen, man, like, come on. You can't yeah. be a clown. They give you a lot of money to not be a clown. Come on. Yeah. Um, the last game I wanted to touch on, actually, before we move on to Obed, was the uh, Jacksonville and Baltimore game. Um, shout out to the Jags getting this late victory here over the Ravens. Um, it's a great game. It's a great game. That was actually a pretty good one. You know, even though it started late with some technical difficulties in the stadium, I think, in Jacksonville. But this was a good game, right? Trevor Lawrence with some straight up IDGAF plays. I mean, just <laughs> slingshotting things, taking a bunch of hits, unfortunately, but just making, you know, the perfect throw after perfect throw at the right time to keep them in the game. Uh, I think you got to give a shout out to Jermichael Hasty uh, for stepping up when Travis Etienne went down with a, I think he had a foot injury. I think was the situation. I don't. Um, yeah, something like you know. That. I think he injured. He, uh, uh, Doug Patterson came out and said that he's okay. He's good to go. Apparently, he was on the sideline with his headlight on, so I thought he could have come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been practicing, so I guess the the he's going to be back out on the field. Um, they're definitely certainly going to need him in what's going to be a track race against Detroit next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's um. Now, is it more of a question of Jacksonville is out here playing well, Trevor Lawrence is coming around with Doug Pedersen, or are we saying that the it's on the opposite side? There's an issue with the Ravens. Are the Ravens broken right now, right? Yeah. Do you think the Ravens can be successful the way they're playing without a top wide receiver? No, you know, and that's exactly what I didn't want to touch on. They, I don't think they can, you know, especially even the, even the run game. Look at Lamar Jackson led the team in rushing once again with only 89 yards on the ground. But yeah, just with the, the 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 receivers that they have, their top receivers, Devin DuVernay and Demarcus Robinson, um combined, they have a total of four touchdowns combined. Right. Uh, you know, and I think their lead their leading receiver is their tight end in Mark Andrews, who has probably double, almost double which are just about more yeah, he has double the amount of targets that Devin DuVernay, the other the other their number one receiver actually has. Um and like I said, it's it's Neither of their receivers are, and no one is scared of their of their receiving core in Baltimore. No, no one, one is. is. No one could, is scared of them. Could would you you know? Hey, uh, you right? You mad? Uh, is is their best wide receiver thirty five year old Deshaun Jackson? <laughs> That's a good question. You right? <laughs> oh, 
it's it's i'm sorry like i i there's no defense that I can, that's going to go against this baltimore ravens offense and say man we need to double team Devin Duvernay in case he pizzas or or to Marcus Robinson. No one is straight, no one is yeah. there, right? Playing straight up, yeah. And Lamar Lamar has to be. He can't throw the ball to Mark Andrews every single down. He's gonna he's gonna have to. It's gonna or the running backs. I mean, is is this why they need the resurgence of uh, J.K. Dobbins? You know, who just who left I think in week five or six because he got his knee. Uh, he had a, a, a cleanup. Uh, excuse me, a arthroscopic cleanup procedure on his knee, mm-hmm. which he had the ACL injury, multiple injuries, multiple ligament injury, um, mm-hmm. to help with the healing. Now, if he comes back, that gives him a playmaker. But do you rush this guy along because clearly they don't have any available hands that are going to be a difference maker you yeah, know yeah they're hurting for sure in the running game and the and the pass game you know what i mean but yeah they can kind of eke out some or get some close kind of games with just just off the back of lamar jackson to be honest with you yeah and i think john harbaugh's just a, a damn good coach for that matter too keeping them in games you know yeah. but uh i think the ravens are are surely going to be hurting without a top two wide receiver especially in the in this afc man uh you look at the afc look at look at the east Buffalo, Miami, both have great wide receiving core. Right. Cincinnati in the Baltimore's division, great wide receiving core. You right. know, Kansas City, great weapons there. Even in Travis Kelsey, you you have uh, Juju Smith. Juju Martavis, uh, no, yeah, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Uh, to yeah. Kadarius Tony if he ever gets healthy. Right, right. You know, so I don't think Baltimore would be able to compete. Even like I said, no, they're still leading their division and all. As of, as of right now, the tie with Cincinnati, but I don't think they're going to be able to compete long-term without a top-tier wide receiver. Yeah. Speaking of wide receivers, uh, I know Odell Beckham Jr. is basically on the uh, is on the camp is on the campaign looking for a new home. <laughs> he's taking it to the streets. <laughs> yeah, you he's know. doing the circuit. Uh, but before he's taking it to the streets, he actually got booted off a plane the other day. I know um, what that was about. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of it. You know, there was rumors that he would refuse to put on his seatbelt, so the flight crew ordered him off the off the plane. Then his attorney came out with a statement saying that he was just simply sleeping and it was overblown. I'm wondering why his attorney had to say that. Why couldn't he just say that? The fact that his attorney got involved is so much shows me that you know there was some sort of legal matter, an issue, you know, in, in the mix. As I get know? older, let the lawyers do the talking. True, I have nothing true. to say. Um, I think he's meeting with Buffalo. Or he met with Buffalo today. He should be meeting with Dallas soon. Uh, you know, I'm wondering where he could possibly go, though. Like I said, I think I said this last week when we were um, had Hassani and uh, Ravi on. If he goes to Kansas City, they're going all the way, man. I'm telling you. If he's healthy, that is. If he's healthy, that is. Yeah, they they desperately need a uh, a second wide receiver, somebody who can help make those splash plays for them, operate in that second tier, second level with with some speed. Right. That's one thing that uh, Juju Smith Schuster is lacking because the statistics and the and the analysis will tell you that o- uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is still getting open. Right. Um, but but with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback, they can overcome that. Though even without OBJ, I think that's why. But still, but adding that element of OBJ, which just puts them over the top. If he's no, I, I mean, that's that's why they brought in a Kadarius Tony, right? Like he's that OBJ X factor kind of player that they're looking for that is missing okay. from the offense of the pop, right? Like mm-hmm. is you can get a number of guys to do the things that uh, one Tyreek Hill gives you, but you'll never be able to replace speed unless you get somebody fast. Right, true, true. and they have and hey, they have somebody fast, Amico Hardman, but he couldn't catch Marcus Valdez canceling, can't catch, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I would agree with you. I'd agree with you. Uh, I think he's got a chance to end up in 
uh, in uh, Dallas, Dallas. Honestly, yeah. I know. I think he would have some familiarity there with the NFC East. You know, in mm-hmm. honestly, if if he felt like he could play well with Daniel Jones, I think he would go there. But I think he's too big of a personality. He he's not. He's not going. He needs a quarterback like he needs a quarterback like Dak, right? He needs a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm -hmm. He needs, yeah, this guy can make the throws. He understands what he's doing. He they'll be on the same page. There's not going to be miscommunication. And you know he wants to win. He wants to win a Super Bowl again. He wants to play for play for a contender. I mean, the Giants, you know, they're still tops in their you know team. you know they're they're in the mix obviously with that division. They're in the mix. They just lack the offensive line strength. I mean, they're getting some players back. I think Evan Neal is coming back. for them this week um i think they're also getting one other player back on their offensive mm-hmm. line uh and uh the cody bellinger i think or david bellinger the uh the tight end uh rookie tight end who played great minutes for them early in the years coming back as well so really help out short that offensive line gotcha maybe gotcha. that yeah, opens yeah, things yeah, up for tight end, uh, daniel bellinger daniel, daniel bellinger. bellinger daniel bellinger. yeah and i think it's with even with buffalo um you know, obviously Josh Allen has Stefan Diggs, who's just a beast, as we saw last night again against the Patriots. But um, I think that would be a you know, great, great addition for that for that offense. You know, it is still elite. But furthermore, the defensive side for Buffalo, they got a big hurt. They have a big uh, uh, injury this week with Von Miller being placed on IR with a knee injury. I think it's the same knee he uh, injured uh, back in 2000. I think it was 14 or 15. I think it was with the ACL tear. I think now he just tore his meniscus. He has some meniscus damage in that knee. He's mm-hmm. on IR for the next four games. Can the Buffalo Bills get to the Super Bowl without Von Miller? Obed? So, Sherman, let me ask you, what was the issue that kept the Buffalo Bills from getting to the Super Bowl last time? Was it poor play by the quarterback, or was it that they couldn't keep him upright because they needed, or excuse me, that they couldn't keep the other offense off the field they couldn't keep the other offense at bay right do we feel like if the quarterback played a little better in those two games you know abject the fact that you didn't win a a coin toss right 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 does he i I think josh allen played lights out in that that kansas city playoff game okay okay It's, it's defense for sure okay so if lacking pass rush is the reason that you didn't get to the super bowl before this team is cooking. This team is gelling. When they lost to Miami, it felt, it felt like the only thing that could stop the Bills was themselves, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that means that they're not going to go because I think this team could go. And it'll come in later when I talk about uh, why you write you mad. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that if everybody stays healthy, this Bills team can come into your house and basically do what they want to do, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, and, they, you know, guys like Gabe Davis step up and start to bring a little more to the table for them. You know, right, I think that right. they would be, they, again, they were not going to end it, the Bills who just played. They were not going to lose this game. The Patriots lose in my eyes, right? But um, the fact that you get uh, seven for 92 and a touchdown out of Stephon Diggs, right? Isaiah McKenzie steps up at five for 44. Gabe Davis, you know, he gets the touchdown catch, but two for 15. You expect this guy to be the big play threat. We've got tons of tape of him getting hit in the numbers in the face mask with the perfectly thrown Josh Allen balls that, mm. um, you know, you expect more out of him. I would say if anything holds them back, it's maybe points left on the field more so than defense. But, you know, I don't know. I think they have a shot. They got close enough last time. They just, the, the chips didn't fall their way. You felt like he played really well last time. So, you know. I don't want to say that defense will keep him from it, but it's hard to lose a guy who has that experience, that, uh, you know, knowledge of what it's like to play 
uh, one and done football uh, and the leadership, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing about Von Miller too, and with Buffalo, and that's one, that's another person who can entice OBJ even to even come over. That's kind of why I was bringing that up before too. But yeah, I oh, think I'm just saying it, it'll help. It helps for sure. It know? does. But you know, after you spend a couple of years in LA, right. Yeah. You know, living the life, not mm-hmm. having to live in the cold of New York, it right. gets hard to say, all right, I'm going to yeah. go back and live in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, but I, and I think, but this this Buffalo defense is surely going to miss Von Miller. It's I'm yeah. very very I would I'm was really Are you hoping, okay, dog. You you look distraught. Are you good, dude? It hurts, man. I mean, dude, this guy is a X factor on that defense. You know, especially the fact that we have Michael Hyde is out for the year too. Tre'Davious White is still trying to come back. Right, you know, right, and right. you know, and the fact that now we may not even get the number one seed because remember, there's only one buy. You know, right. so that's the thing. Right. So it's like, oh, we got to right. play an extra playoff game. Oh, we, we can use that extra time to allow these guys to recover. Right. Especially something like a Von Miller. That's why I'm very concerned right now. Makes sense. Um, And going up against the likes of a Kansas City, you know, even right. maybe a, a Miami, a Cincinnati, right. those off offensive right. powerhouse teams. Right. You right. need guys like Von Miller and even like, you know. To help it's, level the playing field because those uh, that other offense is going to run rough shot if you can't stop them. Exactly. I mean, hey, listen, I just feel like much like the Michigan Ohio State game, the only thing that game was lacking with the trick plays, with the power running, with the big catches and the big time throws was mm-hmm. defense. So mm-hmm. if somebody wants to bring defense to the party, then that's actually going to make all the difference. Uh, but it's going to be a boat race. You still got to score points to keep up. Yeah. So. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Um. Let's get into our next segment. You write, you mad. Um, and I, as I mentioned, the Dolphins just a few seconds ago. Um, Obed, I say to you, you write, you mad. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa will become a top tier quarterback entering next season. I'm gonna say you mad, Ooh. and I'm gonna say that as a Tua hater. <laughs> um, I am not in Tua non. Uh, I I <laughs> will uh, <laughs> I will say that. He is uh, playing fantastically. I mean, his numbers are off the chart. I think he leads the league in big time throws. I think he leads, he's like top three in yards right now. Like it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, Again, when you have Jalen Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill to throw to, it makes your job a lot easier, but these underthrown balls, you can't tell me a top tier quarterback is underthrown balls, Hmm. multiple hospital balls, but these guys got to run, beat the defense and then come back to, and then go score a touchdown like that. That's not real. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I I get what you're saying, but man, he's playing he's playing good ball. He's 14th in yards actually right now. Remember, this is only in nine games out of the team's 11 they've had so far. Being that number, right. he was also concussed for a couple of them. Couple but he's 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 only he's got 19 scores, only three interceptions, which is tied for second in the league. And he, but he does lead the league in QBR with 82.6. And so then he, it's QBR is for you know if you believe QBR is a really de- uh, like an actual stat, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but, I do always like to mention it because somebody is trying to tell you, like, hey, this is how it's actually looking in the game. Like, this is what the numbers came back after the performance. Exactly. Um, But I know, I mean, like, like you said, you know, with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddle, you know, with Mike McDaniel's, he is showing out. He's he's starting to kind of prove some because there were people that just say he couldn't throw the ball for nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And we we looked at Tyreek Hill like he was crazy when he said. Tyreek is the most is, is accurate as hell. Was better than Patrick yeah. Mahomes or whatever yeah. he said in in, in preseason. I still think I still think that was crazy talk. I think no, it's still I, I, just, Patrick yeah. Mahomes is, is yeah. still that dude. Don't get it's not yeah. getting twisted. I'm not well, saying he's better than yeah. yeah no 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 but yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like 
he is I think he's better than we all thought he would would be or he was. Uh, I agree with that I 100% okay. agree with that and I think they're going to be a force we'll see what happens next year after uh individuals have a year of tape on these things that they like to do mm. right because there was a time where Tyreek Hill got shut down and we were like well, there's no more big plays coming out of Patrick Mahomes right mm. they switched to that umbrella uh two over the top defense and uh was that cover two shell and you know really clamped down a lot of these big plays so mm. let's give him another year if he does this again for year two in a row, you have a very st- stiff competition to say that he won't be. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Plus, they'll probably have to pay him, I think, coming up after this year. So, mm, will he? I think, at, you know, no. Well, this is his third year, isn't it? This is his third year. So, next year, year, like, you're going to have to make a decision whether you're going to well, take his fifth year option or have a. Have oh, that's true. Like, or, what or if he, what he comes right. out and has it right, like, has a wild another repeat season and the numbers are even bigger mm, and he right. gets maybe a Super Bowl berth. Who knows? Right. 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 So next year they'll say, all right, they pick up the option or, you know, resign re- re- him to, you know, to like something manageable, right? right. Like right. you're like, okay, we want to give him a hundred million dollars over the next three years. Right. And you're just right. like two, it makes $30 million a year average. Well, yeah. You know, that's what it's going to cost for the future. That, right? That's the market for the QB, you know? Right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Obed, you are up, sir. Thank you, right sir. Now, I touched on earlier, uh, Sherman, you right, you mad. Stefan Diggs is wide receiver one in the league. Obed, you right. And I'm not just saying it because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I mean, <laughs> what this guy is doing, he can literally catch any ball thrown to him. Now, people <laughs> want to say, like you, the aforementioned Tyree Killer is up there. People talk about Justin Jefferson with the Minnesota Vikings, and deservedly so. Uh, yeah absolutely i got nothing wrong with that debo samuel was kind of in the mix coming into the year kind of having a down year but i think he's more just a utility a top team utility weapon because he can run he can you know right but as as a straight up wide receiver one yeah um and Devonte, it was that dude i get it but he's having a down year with with Derek carr even cooper yeah. cup who had the triple crown last year Right, but Stefan Diggs can literally do it all, and even looking at last night's game against the England Obed catches he was making in you know in uh, I watched the they were down in the red zone he had a quick slant where he he jammed it out he went outside faked it and then just jumped back in the ball was right in, right on him as he right. made that cut boom right. catches it over on his on his left shoulder and it's like he just he just can't be stopped he he can catch anything and everything thrown his way um so obed i gotta say you're right stefan Diggs is that dude i'm still gonna like i said i can still put tyreek up there i'll put, J- J- I'll put jj in there Devontae, cooper cup maybe that's my top five but right. Diggs is yeah i'm gonna say he is he is number one in the nfl right now so i i you know thank you for that i and again not as a homer just as somebody who is appreciative of the work that he's been doing I, the difference that i find between stefan Diggs and some of these other guys is the the uh, amount of targets right the amount mm-hmm. of work the opportunity that they get to do what they do right like uh stefan Diggs last night uh went nine or, se- or seven of nine for 92 yards and receiving touchdown you could imagine a in a game like that a guy like Devonte adams is getting 13 14 15 targets right mm-hmm. like he, stefan Diggs is doing it and he's not getting as much opportunity as other players are getting it done and he's right. scoring touchdowns right so right. he's not getting the 13 14 that a justin jefferson right. would do and not get the touchdown he's he, getting in the end zone he's he burning has, by guys exactly he has and he has seven seven receptions on nine only nine targets 
right? You only dropped two balls, right? I mean, that one of I think one of them was a t- he had a 40 yard touchdown that was waved off because of the holding call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he, he he's, gives you he leaves the yeah. league in receptions. He's top three in yards. He's top yep. two, top two or three in touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. it's not much more to ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, he's going to yeah. obviously eclipse another, he's going to have another 100 catch season. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll probably get around another probably 14, 15, 100 yards, maybe even 1600. Yeah. Now that we're in 17 games. Right. You know, he's, he's on a career year right now. He's on a maybe career year. Triple yeah. Crown, but he's on yeah, he's already year. got 10 touchdowns. That's the most he's ever had in his career, which he did last year. So he'll, yeah. I'm so with, you know, obviously he's going to pass that with all the games they have left. Right. You know, right. um, exactly. I think his first year in Buffalo is when he had his best year ever. We had 100, 127 catches on 1,535 yards. That's the most he ever had in any, in any, right. in his, any season. And I think he'll be, beat them both this year alone. Um, yeah, Stefan Dix is that dude, ladies and gentlemen. He is. Whew. Let's get into our week 13 picks, Obed. Week 12, eh. I think we, we did good. Eh, ten we did good. We went 10 and 6 each. Eh, okay, okay. Four games. Play off, those are playoff teams. Play <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Um, Obviously, going off last night, Buffalo and New England, Um, both of us picked Buffalo off air with each other. So, and, and I don't think anyone doubts that we would pick Buffalo. Even though you are the New England fan, I'll admit he did, ladies and gentlemen, he, Obed did pick Buffalo for the win, even though he was rooting in his heart for New England to win. But he did pick Always. Buffalo. Um, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. I'm going to go Atlanta um, just because they're at home and Pittsburgh doesn't really have much of an offense. Kenny Pickett is not really doing much, right? It was two teams trying to lose a game uh, when these when uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers met uh, last week. Um, I wish there had been some actual like back and forth slog, uh, slobber knockerness, but if that's even <laughs> a word, but I don't really <laughs> see that happening. I'm going to go with Atlanta. They might not throw a lot, but they're going to run and run the hell out of it. You can on Pittsburgh. Now, Green Bay at Chicago. Is Justin Fields re- good to go for this game? If he is. Practice in full. Okay. Full. I, I, I want to pick the Packers because as we know, Aaron Rodgers and his word, he owns the pack, he owns the Bears, you know. Yeah, right. But dude, I may switch to, to the I may switch to Chicago last minute. I don't know, depending on how Justin Fields looks pre-game. But I'm for right now, I'll go with the Packers. I'm going Green Bay. I just can't not pick them in this game. I mean, you know, if Aaron Rodgers owns the the excuse me, the Chicago Bears, I'm pretty sure that Justin Fields is out there for one of those times that he owned them. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, yes, he's amazing, but he is injured. That is a, a separated shoulder mm-hmm. issue. How many hits can he actually take on that? Right. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not going to take much for that to be a problem. Um, I think it's in their best interest to rest the kid. You already know what he's capable of, um, right. but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville at Detroit. I'm actually going to go with the Lions here a bit at home. I'm going with Jacksonville. Jacksonville's playing great. I mean, Detroit's getting uh, DJ Chark back, but and I think it's going to be a track meet. But mm-hmm. you know, Trevor Lawrence made some throws where I felt like maybe he's finally, like he finally is is trusting the 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 plays, right? Trusting the play call, trusting the the thing that he learned in the offseason with this new organization and coaching staff with Doug Peterson. Uh, that he's, um, excuse me, same organization, new coaching staff, mm-hmm. uh, Doug Peterson. I think maybe he's going to start to turn the corner and i just detroit is a team that i could assume would lose this game but deandre swift looked good last week you know mm-hmm. i think something Jamal williams is getting in the end zone yeah. I'm, uh, mr touchdowns <laughs> yep <laughs> um new york jets at at minnesota gonna go with the vikings here um yeah. so see the fact that it's it's in minnesota right right 
going to I'm Minnesota. Gonna go, 100% going Minnesota. Um, Washington at the New York Football Giants. I'm going to go New York. Uh, this is a game I think they got to win, especially a divisional game. They got they got to win. I hate that narrative. I just feel like Washington's defense is playing well right now. Taylor Heineke is not good, but he gets it done when they play together and Brian mm-hmm. Robinson's coming around. Um, again, Cody Bell, Daniel Bellinger back, mm-hmm. uh, Evan Neal back. I think we see the resurgence of Saquon. Uh, so I don't know. I, I might, I Chase, might change it. Chase Young might be back for the commanders this week. Okay. I you think know, they activated dip- him. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I mean, um, again, I, I'm, I like st- I'm, I'm still going to go to New York. Though. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I, I think that, you know, if, if, Offensive line woes are gone. You know, again, <laughs> they don't really have much in the way of of a receiving core on the other side with uh, with New York. They um, don't. They I th- don't. I think it's going to be hard to throw on Washington secondary. Um, but you know, having the offensive line back, that's a huge boon for them. It changes the dynamic. They were, you know, I think uh, they were a top rushing unit early on the season when they had a full healthy healthy line and and Daniel Bellinger. So I, I like the bet, but I'm going to go Washington. Okay. Um, Tennessee at Philadelphia. I think we're both going with the Eagles in this one. You know, best record in the NFL still, right? Right. Um, Denver at Baltimore. We talked about both of these teams earlier in the show. But, yeah, Baltimore, (laughs) either way. Denver can't score, right? They can't. Can't score 18 points. I don't know if they'll be able to score the 24 or 27 it'll take to beat Baltimore. Yep. Um, Cleveland at Houston. This is where we mark the return of Deshaun Watson, who was on that 11 game suspension due to the off field issues he had and didn't even play at all last year for Houston when he was in. So he gets to not only return, make his debut, but makes his debut for the season against his former team. Like I said, sat out all of 2021, suspended first, the first 11 games, Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Disman said that a couple of his, at least I think about 10 of his accusers will actually be in the stands in right. Houston. Yes. Uh, this, is, this is interesting, but uh, um, Houston's just a bad team. Sorry to say it. They're just a bad, bad football team. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Browns. I mean, it, it's about they're going to go and they're going to play a game and we're going to see who's better than who. And I have to say that Kevin Stavansky and his unit are better than what Houston's been putting together. Exactly. I, lo- I, I love me some Lovey Smith, though. Yep. Seattle at Los Angeles. The Rams are just, it's just so, they're just so bad offensively. There's obviously with the injuries and it's with, to, to Stafford and things like that. I talked about earlier. So I'm going to go right. Seattle. Go in Seattle. No, there's no chance for LA. Gino, so. Gino's having a great year. I'm I'm so happy for Gino. She's having a hell of a year. Yeah. Um, a, a game I like on paper. This might actually, to me, might be one of the games of the week. The next, the next one is, I think, too. Miami at San Francisco. This is, I think, is going to be a good one. Um, I'm going to go Dolphins. I am going to think about changing it, but right now I'm going with San Francisco. Okay. Um, I like the defense on San Francisco side. I right. think there's a chance that they might have an answer. They're going to give up some plays. I'll tell you right now, they're going to give up a huge splash play. Um, now, does it get picked off? Mm. You know, do, mm. I think Bosa is going to have a question. I have something to say about, you know, being able to pressure the quarterback. Right. But again, this is it's hard when you have three people on the other side of the field who intimately know the way you like to move, things you like to do, the plays you like to call, you know. So I uh, I don't know if now that there's more of these Mike Shanahan babies getting out into the NFL, <laughs> I think it's hard to keep the secret sauce at bay. So yeah, you know, yeah. I can understand. I'm just, I'm going off of, I'm going to trust San Francisco's defense. 
Okay. The other game, I think, is another a matchup or a, a rematch of the uh, AFC title game from last year, Kansas City at Cincinnati. Going to be a good one. Does Jamar Chase return for this one, Obed? If he returns, does it even really matter? Because he's coming off of, like, a fractured, like, body part, right? Yeah. Like a hairline fracture, I think, in his hip. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> it's that's, that's know a rough how, one. Yeah. It's a rough run for me to feel like. I think either way, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Um, yeah. But I think having Jamar Chase is obviously a different a difference maker for the Cincinnati Bengals and their offense, for sure. Um, so I have to go Chiefs in this one, uh, Obed, which I believe you're going Chiefs as well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Right? 100% going Chiefs. I, yeah. I believe that Cincinnati, even if Jamar Chase comes back, I don't think it makes a difference. I don't, And I don't, most people don't look at a person coming back, their first game back, as a game where they're going to make a huge difference, right? Like he's yeah. getting his feet wet again. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles Chargers at Las Vegas. Uh, you know, Los, Las Vegas has let me down a lot this year. Like I said, we've touched on them quite a bit. Um, and the Chargers, I think, is Keenan Allen back? I think Mike Williams is not sure. Yeah, Mike Williams is. is officially out. Mike Williams is not playing this weekend. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I You know, I want to go Vegas, but I think I'm just going to go to Los Angeles. Just just an aggregate. <laughs> I'm going Los Angeles. I just think they're a better put-together team, better put-together outfit. You know, I mean, I, listen, after all that rushing that you got of Josh Jacobs, does yeah, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, we can do it again. I don't think so did, you know this <laughs> josh jacobs i think he's leading the league in rushing right now what a hell, hell of a game last week right hell of a game 300 yards three touchdowns i believe 300 yards three touchdowns well um, over two on the ground at 300 total yeah from the yeah, yeah right 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 it was it was it's a you know and the game winning touchdown uh, rush, touch, rush, nah, rushing touchdown to mm-hmm. seal the game in overtime you right. know which was at, what 80 plus yards something crazy mm-hmm. like that so uh, you know yes grinding I'm still picking Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the Sunday night matchup, Indianapolis at Dallas. Things is an easy one, but both going Cowboys. Easily. And then the Monday night matchup, NFC, a terrible NFC South game, uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. I'll just go yeah. Tampa. I'm going go Tampa. Will Jameis, will we just ever see Jameis Winston starting again? Yeah, maybe end of the season. Maybe like the last two games. Why is he starting now if he's healthy? <sighs> I mean, considering that they were back fractures, I don't know how much you want to you want to play around with that kind of an injury, right? And bring somebody back too quickly from that. Like, if it's one of those things where they were like, we can make it right in four months, and you're trying to push that to two months, and maybe they're just like, maybe you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, obviously, it's he's an adult; he can make his own decisions. But I think it's a long term health thing. Okay, um, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, because I don't think Andy Dalton is doing anything with that offense, man. He um, hasn't in a lot of years. He yeah. hasn't in a lot of years. Yep, yep. Uh, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Thank you again for joining once uh, once again. Uh, Obed, any last words for the people before we get out of here? It's getting cold out. You know, make sure you've got the the requisite uh, cold fearing garments on tonight uh, excuse me <laughs> this uh this fall uh because you can catch a real bad frostbite mm. well you know what i don't gotta worry about that because i am in florida so no <laughs> <laughs> so you up there Problem in the northeast solved. 
that is your problem. Your concern. Sherman said, "Relocate." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Don't why why go buy a North Face when you can, when you can just move? Isn't that just easier? <laughs> why buy a North Face when you can just move southward? <laughs> there you go. As simple as that. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that seems like the more logical thing to me. <laughs> um, yep, it is holiday season. Get make sure you get your shopping in early. Um, don't wait till last minute getting all those gifts for everyone. Uh, but I appreciate you tuning in once again, folks. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. For my co-host, Obed, I am Sherman. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.